Hey, Nat Chow. Hey, Sophie D. Ooh. Ooh. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Are you excited for 2020? Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> what are you gonna, what do you got planned for 2020? Just succeeding. <laughs> Doing my okay. best. Very, very detailed. Working on myself inside and out. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna be like a butterfly at the end of the year. <laughs> Like that, um, the guy from uh, A Bug's Life? Yes. I'm a pretty little butterfly. Yeah, I'm going to cocoon this year and just work on myself. Oh, so 2021. Yeah. It's the year. (laughs) It's the year when I'm going to blow all you bitches away. Mm. Mm -mm. (laughs) What about you? Um, You know, last year I feel like... You put a lot of thought into this. (laughs) Yeah, no, I didn't prepare. I knew I just wanted to say Happy New Year to you. I thought I didn't think (laughs) past that at all. Um, Catch. <laughs> I did a lot last year. I realized, like, as I was doing my end of year video, it's called Chow Chatter the video. So, anybody that wants the newsletter, let me know. <laughs> anyway, as I was doing the video, I was like, wow, I actually like, really did a lot this year, but then I felt like I didn't do a lot. Yeah. So, I think I need to, I don't know what that is. There's like a separation. I don't know if I need to be more present or if I just need to like do less and just remember those more. Or just keep doing a lot. Oh, I don't know. You know? <laughs> or maybe have a way to keep track of what it is you're doing. Yeah, I mean, that's why I take so many pictures. So that when I, like, go back and stuff. Like, I just clear through uh, my laptop because ev- at the end of every year, I just back everything up and then, you know, clear it out for the next year. So I went through all my photos. And then I ended up going through, like, old, old, old photos from, like, 2006 and, like, high school and stuff. And that stuff was cringy. But also, I was like, oh, my God, wow. You know? <laughs> like, I found videos from freshman year. And they're, like, not even 480. <laughs> They're like smaller than 480. Like if there's anything less than standard definition, that's what those videos are. Yeah. But I still, I watch them and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but also like I'm never going to delete them. Yeah. Because at some point. The memes. I, there's, yeah. I'm going to do my own life story and like that exists. So now I have that for that. You just got to hope that your kids don't find it when you're older and make fun of you. No, I'm going to show them <laughs> and be like, that was a fool. <laughs> Don't be You're going to have need time to be a fool, but like chill, you know? <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's, that's me. That's what I did at the end of the year. Yeah. I felt like I didn't do a lot until like I filled out my 2019 board and I was like, oh, I actually did a lot more. That's what you did. You inspired me to make an achievement board because oh, you, you make one. It's a, it's a really cute idea. I don't remember where I got it from. I probably didn't make it up. <laughs> I don't really want to take credit. It sounds like a Pinterest thing. It probably was a Pinterest thing. <laughs> yeah. Mine is also, I think I'm guessing mine is uh, not, what's the right word? I was going to say wrong, but it's not necessarily, it's just not permanent because I just did mine on a whiteboard. Yeah. So I'm just going to delete it at the end of 2020. <laughs> not going to remember anything I did or achieved. I'll take a picture of it, I guess. Take a picture. Yeah. Have something. I took my 2019 board and I just taped it up behind the door. Huh. so i and then i put my 2020 board up in that spot that should be your end of year newsletter letter <laughs> look at my board yeah just scan and be like look at what i did this year guys <laughs> i achieved how cute i am yeah <laughs> speaking of achieving that was a really strong <laughs> transition <laughs> we're going to season five episode three of game of thrones yep hi sparrow you know i labeled it episode four even though i knew it was three <laughs> I don't know what happened to my brain. Yeah. Okay, back to three. Hi, Sparrow. Yes. And we open on Arya and she's... As we should. In the house of black and white white sweeping. Mm-hmm. So Jockin is actually Mr. Miyagi, I guess. Yes. <laughs> the statue, she's like in this like eerie, like almost, I don't want to call it a dining hall, but it's like a banquet hall almost. 
Yeah. So it's like lined with a bunch of statues and and the statues are like crying and leaking yeah, in a creepy and scary way. I didn't really understand the imagery and I was like, this has got to be biblical like because we're going to get real religious soon. <laughs> oh, see, I know all of those always go right over my head. Yeah, it's fine. But I always I rely on you for those to translate that stuff for me. If anything, I just don't understand. I'm like, oh, that's a religion thing. I'm sure it is. <laughs> Probably. But then so, yeah, so Mr. Miyagi comes up and <laughs> Arya's like, I've been sweeping the floor for days. I'm ready to like do something. I didn't come here to sweep. <laughs> and he's like, mm, you got to wait. You came here to sweep. You missed a spot. <laughs> yeah. So like I love Arya, but she's got no discipline. Oh, for sure. All she does is run her <laughs> mouth. Girl, shut up for just one minute. Yeah, just do stuff. Yeah, he says, Valar, Valar Dohairis, which means all mes- men must serve. Yeah. So that means that all men must sweep. <laughs> so get back to sweeping, Arya. <laughs> Valar Sweep Harris. <laughs> <laughs> and that's in the Bible. Yeah. So then he brings up, that they follow the many-faced God. And I'm like, is this another religion? Right? Well, when he said God, I was like, is this the God of light? Are we all just part of Melisandre's thing? Yeah, I don't think so, because there's that one, and then there's the many-faced God. And then she believes in seven gods. Yes, true. So there's at least three. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know what's funny is when he brings up the many-faced God, she's like, so which one is it? I know who that was. She points to like each statue. She's like, I know that one's this one, that one's this one, and then that was that one. And he's like, there's only one God. And I'm like, duh, Arya, the <laughs> many-faced God. <laughs> but why would they have separate statues? <laughs> to show his many faces. Wow. wow. <laughs> Arya's so dumb. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just, I didn't understand anything happening in this room and I couldn't see anything. It was very dark. <laughs> so dark. But I don't think it was as dark as there's this episode of this battle in season eight that everybody's complaining about. When we get there, we'll figure it out. But apparently you have to like turn up the brightness and the saturation on your TV in I, order to see what's happening. I almost did that for the, for these episodes. I kept oh, really? being like, I can't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait until season eight, I guess. Uh, and then also not a sidebar, but like I've seen that they chose to make it that dark so that you feel like you're in the battle. But like, no, you need you're to- the audience. Oh. Anyway, we will, we'll we'll save that for that episode. <laughs> We're in King's Landing now. Okay. Yes, and there's like all the people in the streets, and they're cheering on Queen Marjorie. Yes, and we're coming in on to Marjorie and Tommen's wedding. Yep, right. But first, Cersei does not like that we're cheering for Marjorie. Oh, she hates it. She's so just pissed about it. Yep. So we see their marriage, and he looks all cute and happy. But like, isn't he a baby? He's probably like, isn't he fourteen? Isn't now? he fourteen? Probably. He's a baby. Yeah. And then we cut from like the wedding to them having sex and i was like oh no he's a baby (laughs) (laughs) oh lord i was like oh no (laughs) and he's he's being like so sweet about it he's like oh my god did i hurt you and she's like (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like oh god so after they have sex, Marjorie starts planting the anti-Cersei seeds. Mm-hmm. 
saying that Cersei will never let him out of her sight. And she's like, oh my God, your mother's so sweet. She just like will never stop looking over you. Wow. Yeah, she's just so protective of her cub. Yeah, that is so hot. Yeah, if I if that was me in his place, like that would totally work. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be like, oh, 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 she's gone. <laughs> yeah, because so like Marjorie says something about like she's protecting her, her baby, like the lioness is protecting her baby cub. And then Tommen's like, but... But I'm a man now. I'm a king. I'm a I'm big married. boy. I'm a big boy now. Yeah. And then Marjorie's <laughs> like, mm, you'll always be her baby. It's so cute. And he's like, no. <laughs> but like, same. I get it. He is a baby. So then we cut to Cersei and Tom and taking a walk. And I apologize for my tummy grumbling. I really hope the is that microphone what that was? doesn't pick it up. I heard something. Oh, no. I'm hungry. Did you not eat? No. <sighs> You know me. Why are you shocked? No, I'm just, you know, I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Oh God, that hurts more. (laughs) (laughs) So we cut to Cersei and Tommen taking a walk together and Mm -hmm. she's immediately trying to like talk shit about Marjorie and he's just like, okay, mom. Well, they both do it in the way that, that I feel like a 14 year old boy would not get. Yeah. Like at face value. So Cersei's also like, so how's Marjorie? Isn't she great? And then Tommen's <laughs> like, oh so, yeah, she's amazing. She's so pretty, isn't she? And then Tommen <laughs> comes in with a, so aren't you from Casterly Rock? Didn't you miss home? Yeah, don't you want to go back? And then uh, Cersei's like, but King's Landing is home now. And he's like, but all you do is talk smack about it. <laughs> Wouldn't you be happier back at Casterly Rock? And Cersei's like, nope. Yeah, she immediately puts two and two together and is like, I have to get rid of this bitch. Yep. <laughs> so she makes a beeline over to Marjorie, except Marjorie's surrounded by a bunch of her handmaidens. Yeah. Yeah. Marjorie's extra shady in this scene. She is. She she says, I wish we had some wine for you, but it's a little di- early in the day for us. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. And Damn. Cersei just takes it. Yeah. Whew. And then <laughs> after that, there. so Cersei is basically going over there to say like, anything you need i'm here for you super fake you know and then marjorie says so now that i'm queen do i call you queen regent queen mother uh what's your <laughs> demoted title what which what do you prefer yeah Cersei does not like that no not at all i wouldn't like that either <laughs> and then also gross she talks about how much sex they had oh my god i know i did not like that yeah i was like marjorie <laughs> Stop that. Stop. He's a baby. He's so excited by like next week we'll probably be having a baby. And I'm like, (laughs) no. I was like, oh, God. Did not like that at all. Yeah. Uh. (laughs) Oh. So now Cersei leaves pissed. And now we're at. No, we're not. I was going to say I thought we were at the wall, but we're not at the wall because now we're with Theon. So we're at Moat Caelan. Okay. Right. Yeah, I believe so. It is Mo Caitlin. I kept mixing it up with Har and Hall, and I was like, "We're not at Har and oh, Hall." Oh, we left that years so ago, so long ago. Okay. Does that even? I wonder if we'll ever go back there. I hope not, because isn't that the one that always switches who is in charge of it? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Theon is walking around, and he stops and sees two skinned bodies being yep. hoisted up. Mm-hmm. And I feel really bad who, like, the person whose job it was to do that. The actor who got skinned. <laughs> no like the like in that world like who has to be the oh. one that does the skinning well i mean That's if it's gross. like part of their tradition you know like how rams is like well flaying is part of our house i'm sure gross. they like are like into it that person probably has like the worst home life mm. it's like you know how like somebody's just designated to be the barbecuer 
That's true. It might be like that kind of thing. And it might be like that <laughs> passive and that like mindless for them. Or it might just be like a total freak who's a little too into mm. it. Yeah. King yeah. shame them. Yeah. <laughs> Could be that too. You're right. <laughs> but yeah. So Theon sees these two flayed bodies being hanged. And then it triggers him a little bit. Yeah. And then also I have a question is why do I keep forgetting Theon's name? Reek? No. no like Theon's, Theon. Theon's name. Yeah. Because like he came up and then I like had to pause for three full minutes to be like, what is it? it's not gendry it's not uh, <laughs> that's so funny high. that you said gendry because like at one point i was like where is that guy <laughs> he's still alive right i th- i think so last time we saw him he was rowboating away so i think yeah. he's i feel like he's gonna come back at some point are we just supposed to assume he died off screen because he's not a rower <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i feel like in game of thrones you're not dead until you're dead yeah but even when you're dead you're probably still not dead huh <laughs> so I think Gendry's still alive and he's probably going to come in when it's super convenient. Oh, for sure. And then we're going to be like, oh my God, it's Gendry. And we're going to fall for it. And he's going to suckers. He's going to be like buff. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to have long hair. Yeah. A beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he already had a, a little a little thing. Yeah. So it might be long and full. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Back, back to Theon. Yep. Yeah. Actually, we're with Roos and Ramsey now because Roos is... That's his name. I, ca- yeah. I just call him Bolton. Roos. Well, technically you're right. <laughs> because <laughs> um they're disagreeing with ramsey's tactics mm-hmm. because bruce sent his son out to collect taxes from the surrounding lords in the north and they basically refuse because they don't recognize the bolton as the boltons as leaders mm-hmm. so ramsey's like all right i'll kill you that's fine <laughs> so then zero to 100 <laughs> bolton says something important about whatever and like you know we can't make alliances with dead people yeah and ramsey's like but they didn't pay their taxes. He's like, yeah, but like I got the money. So whatever works, right? <gasps> yeah. And um, Roos ends up explaining that they don't have enough men to hold the North if mm-hmm. anyone rises against them. That's right. Super important. And Theon is in the room at this time and he turns on his gossip ear. Oh, for so sure. So that's going to that's gonna be uh, important later. Do you think he's ever going to turn or is he just so broken and gone at this point? I think he's like, I think like Theon is like fighting back into into reek because like you see the flying and you see him like twitching and stuff like it reminds him of like like he's not fully gone i hope not yeah (laughs) i think he's still there i think he's gonna come back (laughs) it's gonna be a struggle yeah (laughs) for sure we're gonna cry a lot probably so ramsey is still under the impression that they're protected by the lannisters and roos is like no 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 no. you sweet summer child (laughs) he's like we were protected with time by tywin lannister and he's dead so no one will help us if we need them They end up saying that in order to to get more men and to get like to, you know, to tighten up their whole thing, he wants to marry Ramsey off. Mm-hmm. And he says, I found the perfect girl to solidify our hold in the north. And I immediately gasped because I'm like, oh, no. Because we cut to Sansa. <laughs> yeah. And I'm I'm just I'm so mad. And I'm then, so mad. Yeah, I was like, oh, he better not. Yeah. I was like, not this psycho. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really worried. I'm scared for our girl. Like, yeah. She's a psycho magnet. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> She's got there's something about that personality, huh? <laughs> so we're with Sansa and Baelish now. They're walking through some like mountainside with their their little caravan of uh, security guys. <laughs> I don't know. Soldiers, right? They're security they're guys. They're dudes. Yeah. Yeah, and she sees Moat Kalen and she freaks out because she thinks 
that Baelish was going to marry. Because she initially thought that Baelish's proposal was for them two. Mm-hmm. But then she puts two and two together and she's like, oh my God, you're going to marry me off to Bruce Bolton. Yeah. And she freaks out. Because he killed my brother and my mother. Yeah. And he's like, and Baelish is like, no, not Bruce. Even worse. Yep. Ramsey. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> also what starts this conversation is Baelish is like, I'm bringing you home. No. No, technically not. No. Okay. So fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bruce Bolton, Baelish or Ram- uh. Ramsey. Ramsey. oh no um (sighs) what are my options again you can't pick a cliff (laughs) (laughs) so roose bolton ramsey bolton and baelish fuck mary kill (laughs) can i kill myself (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) like personally i would i would i would (laughs) for sure uh um Let's see. <laughs> I'm thinking, well, I mean, I'm definitely killing Ramsey because I don't need that in my life. Oh, for sure. He can go. <laughs> um, but then the other guys are so old. <laughs> I'm not into that. And awful. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just am thinking about, uh, I mean, also at that same time, if you marry either of them, that means that they're going sooner. So yeah. you're free sooner. But you would want to marry Baelish because if he dies sooner, he's rich. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'd have to bang Bolton. <laughs> <sighs> and that's not desirable either. <laughs> we he should have been known to make good choices. We should just do a fuck Barry kill of like the three worst characters oh all the time. <laughs> no, wait, I'm still on this. Actually, I feel like I feel like you're right. Maybe okay. So we're gonna kill Ramsey. <laughs> Maybe we'll do um, like a one night stand, right, for Bolton? Make, yeah. You make no connections. Don't even look him in the eye. <laughs> it's, it's not many fucks. It's just, just one. Just one. <laughs> and it, also, you don't specify how long, so it could be in and out. <laughs> and then, then I'd have to marry Baelish. But he's a snake. But then True. also, he might marry me off to somebody else because I might not be worth it enough to him. So that could be a very short-lived thing. Okay, that's it. Okay. That's what's gonna be. But then also, wait, no, because then if I'm if I marry Baelish, that means that I'm worth something. So that means that I have some money, at, or am of some high class, right? I would assume so. So then he wouldn't just get rid of me. <laughs> but that means I'd be smart enough to like con my way out of it, right? Probably. Oh, man, <laughs> I mean, like that's the only answer. But I'm not happy about it. <laughs> Was that your answer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would Man. definitely kill Ramsey. I'd probably marry uh, yeah. Baelish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So Sansa's like pissed off about the whole thing. So Baelish gives her a pep talk about how she needs to stop being a bystander and avenge her family. And okay. Like, she's still a teenager. She is. And I, I just feel so bad for Sansa. <laughs> These things happen to her. She's allowed to be sad for a little bit. And not want to marry murderers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her family's murderers. Yeah. Not just murderers. <laughs> Specifically. And then we pan away from them and Brienne and Podrick are watching them from a distance. Yes. Because essentially before in, in that pep talk, Baelish is like, I'm not going to make you do anything you don't want to. So just give me the word. But you should definitely avenge them. So you were not giving her a choice. 
Yeah. But anyway, like Sansa, quote unquote, chooses to go to Mo Kalen because she's like bigger and stronger than that. But like she's being manipulated. Anyway, that's when we pan over to Brienne and Todd. <laughs> I just don't like him. I don't like him. <laughs> and the fact that I have to marry him now. <laughs> Unbelievable. So you're marrying Roose? <laughs> no, I don't want that either. <laughs> so to Brienne and Podrick. Brienne asks Podrick how he became a, became a squire for Tyrion, mm-hmm. but refers to Tyrion as the imp, and Podrick replies with, he hates that nickname. And I was like, aw. Respect. Podrick. Put some respect on the name. Res- we're defending your boy. Yeah. yeah. I like that. <laughs> but then he explains that Podrick used to squire for somebody else. They both got drunk one night. The other squire stole a ham, because that's a, an offense, apparently. And then they got caught the next morning. So the guy was hanged. But Tywin pardoned Podrick because he knew that his last name was Payne, which I guess is an important last name. Elin Payne is the executioner. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's right. I knew that. <laughs> and then uh, so Tywin sent Podrick to go squire for Tyrion, which was apparently supposed to be a punishment for both of them. But it wasn't because they got along so well. I know. They bonded. Yeah. <laughs> and then Brienne is still down in her dumps. And she's like, yes, all your lords have been kind to you. I'm the worst person you've ever served. And Patrick's like, no, you're the best fighter I've ever seen. You are you beat the hound. So like, I'm proud to be your squire. Aw. <laughs> Love that guy. I audibly went, aw. Me too. When he said that. I was like, oh, Patrick. <laughs> When he's you know he's he's my silver lining inspiration i love him he is always he's just happy to be there he's like i, I hope everyone's having fun he's the only person in this whole like world having a good time yeah Ma- or at least making the best of it yeah oh, good for him so, so then brienne apologizes for always snapping at him and then he says if she didn't then he wouldn't learn anything and then she's like do you want to be a knight and he's like yes absolutely so she says that they're going to start training twice a day and i'm like uh uh-huh. Oh, and then he asks her how she ended up like serving Renly Mm -hmm. and her story made me so sad. I started crying. Did you? (laughs) I was like, man, that's hashtag relatable. Yes, that's why. (laughs) I was like, this is so sad. But then she swears revenge on Stannis for killing Renly. Oh, so we're not going to get into her story? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to get sad again, but we can totally go into it. So you tell it since you're sad. I'm kidding. Okay, fine. I won't. (laughs) So, okay. So way back in the day, back in Tarth, Brienne's dad is is the high class up there, right? He like runs the place. So he held a ball so that all the boys would come and Brienne would like have her pick at the boys or whatever, or one of them would like go up to her. Her suitors. Her suitors. Yes, that's what I meant. So then they were all being super sweet to her. She didn't want to go at first because, you know, she's big and tall and lanky. She's super insecure about her size and her looks. Mm -hmm. Mm. So then all the boys were very nice to her and she felt so beautiful and so loved. And then some of the boys later on, maybe like an hour or two into the ball, they started snickering. And then the rest of them started laughing at her. So it was all a prank and they were just being mean to her. Mm -hmm. So then she started crying and she started to run away crying. But then Renly was there and he stopped her Mm. and he was like... Don't you let them see your tears. They're stupid. Don't let them make you cry. They're dumb idiots. They're dummies. <laughs> and then from then on, like he danced with her that night and he spent time with her. And then Padre's like, but wasn't he kind of, you know. And then Brian's like, that's not the point, Padrick. <laughs> he made me feel good. Yeah. And he protected me. He treated me like a human and not a freak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then she says that he saved her from being a joke until his dying day. Mm. And then she couldn't save him. And nothing is more hateful than not being able to protect the one that you love. Mm. And that she will avenge King Renly, which means she's gonna kill Stannis. 
mm-hmm. because she says, because Padraig is like, but you said a ghost killed Renly. And she's like, with the face of Stannis. And I know where that face belongs to. Yeah. And Stannis is a man, so he can get killed. And he can die. Yeah. And this is when I remembered that Stannis and Renly were brothers. So right. I got really mad all over again. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, you dick. Yeah, what an asshole. <laughs> so now... We're back mm-hmm. at the wall, and Stannis comes into John's office. Yeah. Ollie is his steward. Super cute. Mm-hmm. Aw. So then Stannis is asking about his offer to make John a Stark again. John explains why he can't take it. Stannis calls him a stubborn and honorable man, just like Ned was, but like in a bad way because Ned died because of his honor. Nice. But John's like, oh, I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> I'm still going to take it. Yeah. Thanks. So John asks how long Stannis is going to be hanging around and he gets so offended. He's like, you want me to leave? Oh, what are you bored of us now? Yeah. What are you done? (laughs) And John's like, hey, man, we don't have enough resources for your guys and the wildling prisoners. So then I get mad again because Stannis, he takes the wildling prisoners and then he's like, "Okay, cool. My guys and me will go and you can just take care of them. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. It's like people who get pets for Christmas and then give them right back. Oh, what a dick. Yeah. Those people are the worst. Yeah. Ugh. So then Stannis says that they'll leave within the fortnight. And then he as he leaves, he advises John to move Alistair to another castle and John's like, I thought you're supposed to keep your enemies close. And then Stannis is like, Whoever said that didn't have many enemies. Stannis would know he has the most enemies. <laughs> <laughs> He's the worst. <laughs> so then Stannis leaves, but Davos stays an extra second so that he can say that Stannis sees something in John. I don't know what it is, but he sees something in you. Aww. And then he says something about how uh, as long as the Boltons rule the North, the North will suffer. So think on that, John. Yeah. And then we cut away to Bravos. Can they at least like deal with the Boltons before the wedding? <laughs> I don't I mean, want I don't want Santa there. <laughs> I'm really scared for like, her. I feel like she's a smart girl. She'll she'll poison somebody. I don't know. I'm still stressed. Maybe by the wedding Theon will be Theon again. And he'll be like, Sansa, I'm here to save you. And he'll like be super cool and Yeah. Because he definitely has muscle still, muscle mass and like <laughs> remembers how to fight and definitely isn't traumatized and can snap right back into it right yeah for sure he that's can, how it works he can heal within these next like four episodes yeah with the power of believing yeah Duh. and also especially with the timeline in this show um, it'll don't get me started about the timeline <laughs> it'll be easy peasy oh my god so we go back to Arya. Yes. She's chilling in her like room, room her chambers. dorm, her chamber, and some bitch walks in <laughs> and just starts like asking her like a million questions and then whacks her when she answers. Well, yeah, she says, who are you? And then Arya tries to say no one because she's trying to be like the jack in and the nobody does this and nobody does that, whatever. Yeah. So the girl's like, you're not nobody. Yeah. <laughs> just so then she keeps her. asking her and Arya's like, I'm nobody. Yeah. So she reaches for her sword and I was like, girl, just punch her in the face. It's quicker. Yeah. <laughs> Arya's got to learn how to fight dirty. Yeah. That's one of my things for like Harry Potter. I was like, you know, Hermione had it right the one time she punched Draco in the face. Like, it, yeah. Thir- like, third movie. That was it. Fantasy stories. Like, just punch. Why do you have to load an arrow? Like, just, yeah. you're three feet away. Just yeah. walk up and punch someone yeah. in the face. Like, it's just as effective, if not quicker. <laughs> and also does more damage because it all, it, physical and ego. Yes. You know? Exactly. Just be like, Man, I got punched. In the- she could have she could have cast a spell on me, but she punched me in the face. Yeah. You know? The only way you can one-up that is if like, you kick someone in the face. Oh, nice. <laughs> but yeah. No, she should you know, have just... I have always wanted to punch somebody in the face. Just to like know what it's like. <laughs> but I've missed my window. 
you because have. now I'm an adult and can get sued for that. Yeah, you can get into so much trouble now. Yeah, yeah. Should have done it when I was like ten. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I really messed up. <laughs> so Jockin comes in and he is like, "Oh, this is Arya Stark stuff. You're not Arya Stark, so she has to get rid of her stuff if she wants to join the club." Yeah, because how can nobody surround themselves with Arya Stark's things? So now we have a wardrobe change. We're outside, and Arya is throwing her clothes into the water. But she's got needle with her too, and I'm like, you can't give up needle. Yeah, don't get rid of that. That was made for you. Yeah, she ends up hiding it under some rocks. Yeah, she while has she's a real moment tears. with yeah. needle. She's like crying over. Yeah, over it. and I was like, wow, I'm like about to cry over the stupid ass sword. Yeah, really, same. <laughs> I got a little emotional too. But why didn't they give her a change of clothes when they when she first got there? Honestly, like, I what? mean, I guess no one is supposed to take initiative and get their own new clothes. <sighs> <laughs> the Stark girls are, just, you know. They end up in like the weirdest situations. Yeah. (laughs) But so she hides her sword in this like stone wall. And then now she's back inside sweeping as no one. So what's weird is that like in this hall where we're sweeping, there's other people there. And every now and again, one will just be on the ground. So then other people come and take them out like on a stretcher. Yeah. I'm like, why do these people keep dying? Oh, are they dying? I don't I didn't even know like what was happening. I think they're dying. Well, one person was actually like brushing the floor for some reason. Right. Or praying. I don't know. It was dark in there. But <laughs> but I think someone died in like the beginning. But it wasn't oh. important then to write down. <laughs> so they end up carrying a dead body through this like room. So Arya gets to go into the secret spooky room. And there's the dead body on the table. Yeah. And because Jockin has finally let her be in another room that isn't this. Yeah. Room. So then the girl from earlier like stares at her. So I guess she's just supposed to know that she's supposed to help wash the body. She's supposed to just read minds. Yeah, I guess. That's what no one does. No one reads minds. Ugh, I hate this place. <laughs> <laughs> she helps the other girl undress the guy in the slab, but then she realizes that she's supposed to wash the clothes. And then Ari's like, so where do I put them when they're done? And the girl just stares at her and she's like, okay. Okay, thanks. Cool. <laughs> oh, so we're going to wash this guy? Okay. Okay. Here I come. I'll just I'll just put these here. Yeah. Not <laughs> awkward. Not weird. Yeah. Back to Mo Kalen. Yeah. Sansa and Baelish ride in. Theon is up in a tower and he sees her, so he's freaking out a little bit. Yeah. He like has a like a glint. He recognizes her and I'm like, oh, oh that's why I think Theon's going to come back. Yeah. Just because like it's one of those he's been separated from like home and mm-hmm. like recognition for so long. And now that like somebody's finally back. Yeah. All that stuff is going to all the stuff that Ramsey like locked away in the back of his mind is going to come back out oh for sure so sansa ends up meeting bruce bolton and remains super composed yeah i thought she was gonna punch him in the face yeah it seemed it it was like really tense for a second and then she was like it's so nice to meet you and i was like oh she knows how to play it she's doing it we're proud of her yeah so then ramsey greets sansa and we pan over some women and the one closest to the camera is that the psycho one who was like obsessed with like they're like in, they have like a thing together they have a thing. and like they killed that one lady together oh i forgot about that that was that's her right yes. yeah so now sansa has to worry about another crazy lady she's a crazy magnet yeah i know that feel <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i'm so scared for her <laughs> what are you not that's what you should make into a shirt i'm scared for sansa stark <laughs> then a woman shows sansa to her room and then says welcome home lady stark the north remembers 
Sansa's got some friends. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. they look out for her with these two crazy people yeah. around. Do you think she's got like an underground alley gang? I hope like so. Like ally gang, not alley. Alley. <laughs> an ally gang. Um, I hope she does. I hope so. I hope there's people looking out for her. Yeah. Because again, remember. She's so young. <laughs> and it also like talking about. This reminds me of the whole thing. Every time we talk about Daenerys not knowing any part of her history. Yeah. There's people who have been alive before the 16 years so like, yeah. this is this is the other side of that we're like i mean i know it's only been like three years since but Ned like Stark died but the north loves the starks yeah oh that's true <laughs> nobody liked the targaryens okay never mind yeah moving on it's different yeah we're at the wall <laughs> yeah it's a meeting john calls for quiet and says that it's time to dig a new latrine so he puts some guy named brian the ginger and head of the in, in charge of the latrines it's, it's so funny though because when he's talking about the latrines the camera pans onto alistair and he makes a face because he's like great it's gonna be me yeah <laughs> and then he kind of ha- is like surprised when it's not mm-hmm. and because brian's a good sport he's really into latrines yeah, <laughs> yeah he takes that pretty well yeah he's like yeah latrine <laughs> so then after he gives brian the latrines again also brian i, I didn't want to bring it up but brian <laughs> so then john even gives, say it weird i like brian <laughs> right <laughs> so john ends up he gets to alistair and he ends up naming him first ranger yep which is super important and like a real respect move yeah for sure and then he gives Slint command of some rundown place called Greyguard. And Slint is like, absolutely not. Yeah, he gets really butthurt and is not and like totally refuses. And John is totally not budging on his decision. Yeah. John says, oh, you silly child. That was a command, not an offer. Yeah. And I was like, ooh. So he goes off on John. So John's like, all right, take him outside. And Slint's like, oh, yeah? Yeah. So everyone gets up and they go to grab him. And Alistair stands up and, like, looks eye to eye with some other guy and then moves out of the way. And Slint looks surprised that Alistair is not backing him up. Because it it looked like in the um, choreography of the scene, it looked like Alistair was going to, like, defend Slint and not let anybody take him outside. And he's like, no, no, be my guest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this guy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know him. Here. Here. Yeah. So they take him outside to execute him. And... Once they get to the block, that's when he realizes, like, oh, shit. He falls so fast. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, 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 no. Like, I didn't mean it. Like, I was joking. Like, you're, oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then John gets his sword out. And then he starts crying. And he's like, no, please, no. Mercy, mercy, he's mercy. He's like, I'm scared. And then, it, like, begs for mercy and whatever. And John stops and executes him anyway. He ends yeah. up just. I thought he was going to stop. But then I was like, no, no, he needed he needed to. Yeah, he definitely had to. Because <laughs> then everyone else is going to be like, oh, I can just mercy my way out of anything. Yeah, exactly. And also that guy was annoying anyway. Yeah, he sucked. Yeah, he was super fake. Yeah. So, but then after he chops his head off, he looks at Stannis. So I guess it's a move also to show Stannis that he like deserves to be in charge. I guess, yeah. Or is like uh, maybe to show I don't know, but it's whatever. Or just like to prove his manliness or something. I'm a leader. Yeah, that that's me. I I deserve this. I did it. Yeah, this is my spot. (laughs) (laughs) Cut to a brothel in King's Landing. It was a really weird scene. Yeah, it was a little odd. This guy. Oh, he's the High Septon. He is living out his, like, justice god fantasy. Yeah. And, and it's really gross. So it ends up being uh, broken up anyway because Lancel and his sparrow goons run in. Sparrow goons. <laughs> <laughs> 
And they say that these people are sinning. Yes. And they grab the high septon. They drag his naked ass all the way outside. Good. They make him walk down the alley and he's trying to like cover up his bits and they, they smack him so that he has to, you know, be just all showing. Yeah. So they apparently they parade him around town. They beat him and he's all bloody. Yeah. And like people in the streets are yelling at him too, calling him a sinner. And I'm like, oh, snap. So we all know he's corrupt. Yeah. And now it's later and he walks into the small council meeting to say that there was an attack on him. He's like, and I was assaulted. <laughs> an attack on me is an attack on the whole religion. I need them all dead. He's like, an attack on me is an attack on God. And it's like, ooh, is it? It's and Cersei also is disinterested in this. And she's like, oh, no, what happened? Yeah. I feel like this whole thing was like a great like commentary to the Catholic Church. Oops. And I'm not sorry for saying that. Oh, <laughs> say it louder. <laughs> it's true. We know it. Okay. So anyway, moving on. He's all pissed off about the assault. And then Kyburn is like, didn't this happen at a brothel? And then he acts all embarrassed. He's like, oh, I, I was there praying with the prostitutes. Nothing else. Yeah. Because even prostitutes deserve everything. And then we're like, were you? Yeah. Kyburn's like, okay, you? bro, whatever. <laughs> so then now he's like, I want the high sparrow dead yeah find him and so she's like okay where do i find him and he's like oh okay yeah, yeah. he's he's uh he's over down that way yeah and with the with the so now we follow people. cersei down to uh where the sparrows chill is it flea bottom it's all like the i feel like it's like a, a neighborhood around it maybe nearby maybe yeah but so i don't know it's just like an interesting move by cersei like i wonder why she like really actually went out there and did that so she goes into their neighborhood or their area whatever and she finds a high sparrow who's some old guy and he's serving soup to everybody because they also have no money and it's all it's it's very um, but like they're taking care of people in need yeah which i'm like oh that's nice yeah 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 so the high sparrow is talking like so have you come to arrest me and she's like mm, no the high septon wanted you executed but i'm not interested in that so let's like chit chat yeah but she's like i put him in a dungeon you i want to chat with you <laughs> yeah so she was saying about how the crown and religion are what keeps people believing and if one goes down so does the other so they have to protect each other so she's never heard of separation of church and state yeah she's very interested in keeping them both together yeah making them synonymous and i'm like sitting here i'm like i'm wondering how she's going to use these religious fanatics to her yeah. advantage yeah yeah because i'm like this is gonna be a mess <laughs> I really yeah I did not understand I didn't see what her game was here like before yeah. every other time I've like been like oh she wants this for that yeah and now I'm like this is gonna this comes out of left field this is gonna get a little out of control for sure yeah yeah but now we're with Kyburn he's experimenting on a rat and then Cersei comes in with a letter for Littlefinger mm -hmm. and she asks how his work is coming along and he's like yeah it's much better than expected it's you know it's it's moving it's grooving yeah and then Cersei hands him the letter and he's like, all right, cool. I'll take care of this. Whatever. No big. Yeah. He's like, okay, I'll send this to Littlefinger. So then she leaves. And then like we stay with him for a little bit. And we see in the background like the table that the mountain is on and he's still covered. And then it moves and everything shakes. And I jumped. I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he's was alive? Like, Absolutely not. And Kyburn is not phased by this at all. Yeah. He's, he's like, like, oh, chill, my friend. Easy. He's like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, it's not fine. It's not. <laughs> That's not okay. Yeah. But so, now we're also not okay in Mo Kalen. Yeah. Theon is like doing stuff and he sees Sansa and like hides his face. He like mm -hmm. turns away. And I'm like, oh God. So close, man. I know. They're going to catch each other at some point. And it, ugh. Ugh, 
Ah. <laughs> so Ramsey and Baelish are watching from above now and they say how wonderful Sansa is and how she's suffered enough. And Ramsey says that he'll never hurt her. But like, he's got a different definition of what hurt is, I think. Yeah. So like, I think he means he won't kill her. <laughs> I won't torture her too much. Yeah, just a little bit. I'll leave like skin on her. Yeah. Yeah. So then Bolton comes in. And so it like swaps up. Uh, Ramsey leaves. Bolton stays to talk to Baelish. Mm-hmm. And now he's trying to prove that Sans Baelish is trying to prove that Sans is still a virgin. And he's like, Inspector, if you must. Or just how about we don't? Yeah. Really? It's like a little messed up. Yeah. But Bolton's like, I don't care about that. I don't Good. care about her virtue. I just need her name. Yeah. So they start talking about if Bolton is ready to face backlash from the Lannisters when they hear about Sansa Stark and Ramsay getting married. And Baelish just totally goes in and starts roasting the entire Lannister family. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think, yeah, both of them are going to be getting something from the Lannisters yeah. from it. Yeah. Well, he's saying, like, Tywin was the one that had the powers. So now Tywin's dead. Nobody cares about Cersei and Jamie because everybody knows that they're inbred. And then... And dumb. And dumb. <laughs> and then, like, Joffrey's dead. Tommen is not a strong king. Yeah. So, like, what really is there? Yeah. And Tyrion is somewhere. Yeah. He's a traitor now. Yeah. Yeah. So then Lord Bolton gives Baelish a letter from Cersei. So it took all of five seconds yep. to get this raven, yep. which I don't understand. And mind you, Cersei thinks that Baelish, Baelish is in the Vale. So it had to go to the Vale before it came here. Yeah. That is so dumb. I don't <laughs> understand how fast these ravens are. I just want to write a letter to George R.R. R. Martin. That is too convenient you know what they should have done if there was a scene between this i'd be like all right yeah no but what they should have done i think was just make up time days on the bottom (laughs) and just like superimpose them and be like today is like january 2nd in cersei when she gives the letter and then now with baelish it's february 14th yeah and then we'd like oh okay i get it that makes sense yeah but these fast ass like they did what they put it on a dragon (laughs) speed birds yeah yeah i don't understand it's irritating it's so irritating it's too convenient yeah yeah so then bolton asks why baelish would gamble on his position after the lannisters named him one of the great lords of the north baelish says that every move is a gamble blah 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 and the last time the north and the Erie aligned they overthrew a historic dynasty which i guess that's what his plan is to do now yeah now we just cut away from the scene now I thought there was more to that. But no, we're on the road with Tyrion and Varys. And he is so bored. Very bored. In this car. So he is like arguing with Varys. He's like, I need to get out and walk around. So they get out and they're in Volantis. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that where Shay is from? Uh, I know that we've heard of Volantis before. Yeah. Isn't Volantis? I don't remember. Okay. Okay. I feel like, wasn't Daenerys there at one point? I'm oh. thinking of Yoon Kai. Yoon Kai. Because I was like, why are they all slaves again? I was thinking mm. of Yoon Kai. Okay. <laughs> all right. So maybe Volantis is where Shay's from? Either way. We're yeah. moving on. Yes. R.I.P. <laughs> um, Varys says, no, you're not going to get out of this carriage. Taryn says, yes, I am. Mm-hmm. And then Varys is like, the chances of you getting spotting here are... I don't know, like 800%. <laughs> and Tyrion's like, okay, cool. So let me get out. Yeah. So now they're walking through this... Um, marketplace. Yeah, marketplace. That's the word. <laughs> and there's an Asian. Did you notice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like chanting about, Lord, cast your light upon us. And then she addresses the crowd and says that she was once a slave like them and that the gods have sent a new savior born from the flames, the dragon queen, Daenerys. Yeah. 
So then at this point, Tyrion is like up on on some corner in some stairs hiding. And he's like, oh, Daenerys, the queen. And he's making fun of her. He's like, oh, I'm going to go meet the savior. Cool. And then the lady looks straight at Tyrion, probably because he was just making fun of her. Yeah. He was not being subtle. No, but he decides that this is now finally it's time to leave and go to a brothel. Yeah. Oh, now we're embarrassed? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> oh, people can hear me making yeah. fun of them. Oh, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Consequences, huh? So they go into a brothel. Yep. And I get so mad. And I shouldn't be surprised, but there's a prostitute dressed up as Daenerys. With her whole ass out? Yeah. <laughs> great ass great ass though it was just fun because it's like assless chaps but like the dress version yeah amazing (laughs) and jorah's there yeah crying yeah and like we pan over to him crying and like you hear like the dirty talk between the daenerys prostitute and some guy in the background and i started cracking (laughs) (laughs) it's like that is so stupid and ridiculous girl you want some of this dragon i was like oh hey girl let me get a smile yeah, and he's in tears. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, how could they disrespect my lady like this? Oh, this is so disgraceful. Also, yeah. just like leave the brothel then. Really? What are you doing? <laughs> Why would you put yourself in there? Get out of there, guy. So then Tyrion walks up to a whore and is talking about how, you know, um, what are they talking about? They're just going back and forth about yeah, just uh, chit-chatting. How, yeah. Like, who would you choose if you were whatever? And then Tyrion's like, I would choose you because you're spunky and you think and you have a brain and blah, blah, blah. So they're about to get going. And then, uh, she, so like she grabs Tyrion's hand and he's like, oh, turns out I can't do this. And she's like, you're just shy. And he's like, mm, no, turns out I physically cannot do this. And he's like very surprised and upset with himself. Yeah. So then he walks away because he's also drunk. So he's going to go to pee off the side of the building, which I feel like all Tyrion does is pee off of the side of anything. Yeah. What a life. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so he's peeing off the side of the building and then someone sneaks up behind him and he thinks that is, it's Varys. Is there an awkwardly long time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, just give me a minute. I'm peeing. But it's Jorah. Yeah. And he gags him and takes him away. He says he's taking him to the queen. Yeah. And that's at least episode. he waited for him to be done and like put his dinghy away yeah that's yeah um yeah. what's the word dignity yeah yeah <laughs> that's nice yeah at least but that's that. the end of that episode yeah he um and he says he's taking him to the queen so i'm like he didn't specify which queen and i'm, I'm like oh, i bet he's talking about daenerys damn episode four that's easy to figure out so episode four sons, sons of, of the, the harpy yeah middle of the night yeah we go right to jorah He's punching an innocent man in the face. Nice. And this is one I remembered about Gendry because of the whole boat. Yeah. And I was like, what happened to that guy? <laughs> yeah, I think I actually made a note about him in this episode too. But the same exact thing. But anyway, so Jorah punches this innocent man in the face who's really just trying to make a living. Yeah. But Jorah's stealing his ship. So he throws some coins on the guy and then loads Tyrion into the ship. So now we cut to a different ship and yeah. Jamie is on it and they're passing Tarth. It's so pretty. It's actually, it's not really a ship. It's more of an actual, a full like boat, a sail. Like, it's a like full, a merchant ship. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they're on a merchant ship and Bronn is asking what the dealio is. He's like, how come we don't have Lannister sails? How come we're on a merchant ship? And he waited until they were in the middle of the ocean to notice. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> or at least to bring it up. Yeah. So then Jamie's like, I mean, just go with it. Yeah. Just stop asking me questions. What's the problem? <laughs> and then Bronn's like, you set your brother free, didn't you? And Jamie's like, no. No, very sad. It was very... <laughs> so then... No. <laughs> then Bronn's like, all right, cool. So tell him I say hi next time you see him. 
And Jamie's like, are you kidding me? He killed my father. How dare you? Yeah. So he's like a little upset. Jamie's not good at lying. Yeah, no, not at all. So yeah, he's a little upset about the whole thing. So Jamie ends up telling Bron that they're going to Dorne to save his niece. And Bron stops and asks, your niece? Oh, geez. He knows. He knows. Oh. So Bron ends up like asking a million and one questions. And it's a great way to pass time. Yeah, 20 <laughs> questions. Yeah, right? But now we cut back to King's Landing. We're in a small council meeting. And Lord Tyrell's going over some finances for funsies. Yeah. Yeah. Because he is the master of coin now. Yeah. Remember. So Cersei wants to send Lord Tyrell to the Iron Bank of Bravos with Sir Marin. And something tells me he won't be coming back from this trip. He, no, certainly will not be. Yeah. She's sending them to renegotiate their terms with the bank because they are asking for like 10%, which they do not have. Mm-hmm. Mind you, that's Marjorie's dad. Yeah. So, so she's picking away at, at the, the Tyrells. So now we cut back to the High Sparrow and he's with Cersei now. Yeah. Because I think now at this point, is he in her Hand of the King desk he, area? Whatever. Yeah, whatever. He's in. He's meeting with her in the castle. Yeah. So she wants to make holy soldiers. Yeah. Like, do that again? I was barely paying attention. I, I wasn't listening to what she was saying here either. There was, like, oh, it was a lot of, like, religion and army and this yeah. and that. And I was like, I know this is important. What I got But from I it. cannot <laughs> take it. Yeah. What I pulled was, she said something, then the High Sparrow says that war taught people to listen to the sword and not the god. Cersei says that perhaps the god needs a sword of their own. And I'm like, girl, what are you saying? I know. Now I'm like, why does she want to give this man an army? What is her deal? Yeah. And then now we're I have getting a, somewhere. I have a quick question. Yeah. So Cersei keeps doing stuff and acting of her own accord and like still walking and talking like she has authority, right? Yes. And she keeps saying like that she's doing everything for the king. Like, oh, the king said he wants this and like this and that. Which she's making up. Yeah. But like, I, how come no one is double checking with him? Like, Uh, I get that he's 14, but shouldn't he be in the loop? And like... About like one thing, yeah. Yeah. And if she's going around doing all this stuff, then why is Marjorie not... Like, why why is no one overseeing anything? Why is Cersei just going... Remember how separation of church and state doesn't exist here? (laughs) Neither just checks and balances. I guess not. Like... You're just letting this lady just go apeshit around the castle and just ruining stuff for her own gain. Because we're not used to change. Cersei's been some authority for so long that people are like, okay. Yeah, they just accept. Like, I don't understand. And it's like, she has no authority. Like, why is she? No. You know, that's... (laughs) Like, I'm so irritated. I'm sick of seeing her, kind of. Ooh. Like, um, tell her to her face. Uh, I don't know. I'm like, I'm so annoyed. <laughs> but whatever. But now more back into her corruption. She's like so interesting, and yet I like hate her. Yeah. Isn't that the worst? <laughs> and I know. But so she's telling the High Sparrow that, what if I told you that we have a sinner in our very midst? Mist, shielded by golden privilege so essentially she's sending him to kill somebody oh for sure so now we've got some intense music on the sparrows going into a neighborhood trashing the wine and the water source and, and the looting everything tables. no so, they're not looting they're destroying the merchant tables that all means looting is stealing me. oh squeeze me <laughs> not the same they're trashing the place <laughs> yeah so then now we're going through baelish's brothel and some guy's getting executed for being gay or possibly like a pedophile. I don't know. They call him a boy fucker. So I don't know if they mean like, I think it's, or maybe both. I think it was because he's gay. Probably. Yeah. Because that's not like a thing in Westeros. That's right. Because yeah. we marry children. Right. Yeah. I, just, I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. So now this You can whole marry thing, children, but you can't have same sex relations. You can't be gay. God forbid. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. 
So now this, this is place. also <laughs> intercut with someone getting a symbol carved into their forehead. It's it's Lancel. Yeah. And it also took me a very long time to remember his name. <laughs> so now he and the High Sparrows go up to Loris and they say that they're justice and they take him. So that's what Cersei was doing. Yeah. Which took too much effort. Too much. But now Marjorie comes Can't they in. just send his ass back to Highgarden? Yeah. Wouldn't that be easy? It's not really his home anymore. Yeah. Because he's not promised to Cersei. But this, I feel like from here, the sparrows are going to just get progressively more aggressive and violent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're just fanatics and yeah. they're just going to do their own will. And, and the gods force say so. It. Yeah. They're just going to force their own will onto everyone. Mm-hmm. And you're sinning unless you're not. Yeah. So, so we cut from... Loris being taken to then Marjorie confronting Tommen about her brother being in a cell. She's very angry. Yeah. And Tommen has no idea what's going on, obviously. Yep. And he he was like, I thought you and mom were getting along. Yeah. Because she's like, we both know who's behind this. She's jealous of me and is arresting my brother for, for revenge. And Tommen's like, what? He's like, my mom? <laughs> she would never. Mine? Yeah. So then... Tommen is just like surprised that at Marjorie's uh, aggression. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, right, right, right. This is not me in front of him. So she like switches right back to being like, oh, my sweet angel, my sweet my king. My sweet king. Don't you have any affection for me? I can't live knowing my brother's in jail. And he's like, <laughs> okay, I'll go for him. Yeah. He's like, okay. So he ends up meeting with Cersei mm-hmm. and he's like, you need to let Loras go. And she says to him, I'm not holding Loras, so I can't do anything. <sighs> <sighs> yeah. So, okay, here's my thing. Is she really, and I know the answer is yes, but is she really so petty that she would enforce a homophobia just to get rid of one person? Yep. On the entire community? Yep. Just to get to one person who isn't even in the community? It's so she can like be like, oh, my hands are clean. Yeah. Yeah, oh this God, has nothing to do her. with me. Yeah. So... And then two, my second point is that Marjorie has this boy wrapped on her finger so good. Yeah. Like, good for her for, like, being able to get what she wants. But also, like, Tom, you need to step up a little bit. Yeah. You need to stand up for yourself. Really? So, Cersei ends up telling him that he needs to go to the High Sparrow himself to get Loras. And he's just not prepared for any of this. And honestly, she should have prepared him for that. Yeah. You know, as the mother. But also, what's really funny. But, like, she's definitely sending him out because she knows it's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. But also, like, what if it does? It'll build character for him. Oh, for sure. Good for him. Unfortunately, <laughs> he goes to... Oh, wait, wait, wait. But first, I just want to say what was really funny in the beginning of that conversation where Tommen goes to confront Cersei and he's like, you arrested uh, Loris? And she's like, hmm? Who? Yeah. I don't Who? know him. Huh? What? I don't know. I didn't... <laughs> I just thought that was was really funny. Yeah. Anyway, so yes, Natoma is going up to the Sept. Yeah, and that's where all the sparrows are. Yep. So Tommen is there with his Kingsguard, mm-hmm. and the sparrows block the stairs, and yes. they're not letting him pass by because the High Sparrow is praying. praying. So Tommen like tries to walk past the guy, body blocks him. So one of the Kingsguard is like, "We can take care of these guys." And he's like, and Tommen doesn't want anyone to get killed. So he's just like, well, we'll come back another time. Yeah. And in between, it's very tense. And it's super tense. And a lot of the people are like screaming at Tommen, calling him an abomination, an abomination and, and all this stuff. Uh, he does not deserve. Yeah. But yeah, they're screaming at him because everyone knows he's a product of incest at this point. Mm-hmm. And the sparrows aren't letting him through. Obviously, he's just not respected. His authority is not seen. He definitely is just seems like a pushover. And I feel like this moment is going to be the start of his downward spiral. Mm. <laughs> I mean, was he ever on top of a spiral? Well, I mean, he was like this sweet, like, oh, 
oh, it's Tom and that he's, he's going to start being king. a leader now. No, I think he's going to be a nutcase like Joffrey. Oh, interesting yeah, take. Because Cersei's a little nutty and cuckoo. Mm, mm-hmm. And I feel like Joffrey had to get it from somewhere. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I feel like the apple doesn't fall too far from the crazy tree. Yep. And now Tommen is going to start his spiral. I think he might. I don't know that he's going to be Joffrey, but I feel I can see him just definitely being a ping pong ball. I don't know. I feel like he's going to be Joffrey 2.0. Mm. Interesting take. We'll see where that goes. <laughs> For sure. So Tommen goes back to his room to tell Marjorie that there was no way to free Loras without violence. And then she gets mad and is like, the king of Westeros and the protector of the seven realms lets some fanatics imprison your brother by law. Uh, yeah. What about that? And he's like, well, I'm going to go back and talk to him when he's not praying. And she's like, will you though? When? <laughs> when? Yeah. So then she's like, I'm going to go send word to grandma. Ugh. And then also what's interesting is that he's like, oh, okay. Do you want me to come or like, will you come back here? And she's like, I need to be with my family now. But like he's family. Yeah. You know, but he also just takes it and he's like, okay. Okay. Bye. Yeah. So interesting. This is definitely a moment. <laughs> yeah. And downward now- spiral. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> so now we cut to the wall. Yeah. Solice is asking Stannis what he thinks of John. And again, what the I should have given you a son talk. Ugh. Yeah, shut up. Yeah. So she, Solice then looks over at Shireen and starts shitting on her, right? She's like away some. And Mel- Melisandre comes in just in time to defend Shireen. The only redeeming thing about Melisandre. And I was like, I love that. Like she just got points with me. Yeah. <laughs> so we cut from that to sam and john doing some paperwork mm-hmm. to get oh, yes. more men from for the wall yes so sam is like saying the names of like the lords and then he gets to one sheet and he doesn't say a name and john looks at it gets pissed off because it's for nope. bolton yep. he's like he killed my brother r.e.p yeah so and sam's like we need him we can't get the men without help from the warden of the north and yeah. that's bolton so john's like Sorry. fine yeah so then Sam is leaving and Melisandre comes in to speak to John and she is trying to get him to go with Stannis to Winterfell. So then she gets nude. That's her only move. Yeah. Well, this is a valid argument. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so she gets nude and says whatever about life and whatever. I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) Looking at them titties. (laughs) (laughs) So... John refuses to bang Melisandre because he's still in love with Egret. So she leaves. And before she walks out of the door, she hits him with the, you know, nothing, Jon Snow. How'd she know about that? I was like, what? Huh? Huh? (laughs) So now we're with Shireen. She walks into Stannis' office to say that she's bored. And then he says that his father told him that boredom comes from a lack of internal resources. But remember when you didn't give your daughter any internal resources to not be bored with? (sighs) You know? Yeah. How are you going to blame your kid for you being a bad parent? Exactly. Ugh. So Shireen ends up asking Stannis if he's ashamed of her and my heart breaks. I I said, if he drops this ball, I'm quitting the show. I I thought so too. I was like, oh, this poor sweet child. (laughs) So then he ends up telling her a story about how he was given a doll from a Dornish trader and then he gave it to her as an infant and she like put it to her cheek. But then by the time that they threw it away, it was too late because it gave her grayscale. So everybody said that she was going to die unless he sends her to this place across the world or that place across the world. And he's like, no. So he calls in every maester in the land and every doctor and every apothecary person. 
and they eventually cured her or at least stopped it enough to not kill her but it still gave her the the marks yeah so the point of his story was that you know he did everything he could and he she didn't belong across the world because she's his daughter and i was like that is so touching i know i cried i had to so pause then, <laughs> i was I, I was almost there with him i was like very much like you know like if you think about it in the uh, in like a um a meter i was at like nine right mm-hmm. ready to be like ready to forgive stannis so then then shireen goes to run and hug stannis and it takes him a full six seconds to half hug her back <laughs> and i was like come on man you were so cl- you were right there yeah but i ended up crying good for you yeah i had to pause it you're you're less skeptical I like, than i am he was like he loves his daughter <laughs> I was like, oh man, he loves her, but he won't hug her. They don't show affection in this world. I know. Remember? So stupid. Just hug your daughter. She's six. No, she's not. She's like 13. Is she? I don't know. I don't know. I don't she's, know she's smart. Yeah. Anyway. She's super young. We're back to Sansa. Yeah. She's got some new clothes on. She's alone in the dark. I'm scared. In some tunnel like underground. Yeah. So she's lighting a candle. And then I see a figure in the background. I'm like, oh, no. And then Baelish comes over and I'm a little relieved because at least it's not like Ramsey or the crazy lady. Yeah. <laughs> so she's lighting a candle for her Aunt Leanna. <laughs> you know, what's funny is my note says that Baelish slithers in. Slithers. Because he's, he's just he's a snake now. He's snaky. But yeah, so snake. she's lighting candles. For her Aunt Leanna. Yep. Who is Ned's sister. So he starts telling her some story about her aunt. And I was, again, half paying attention. <laughs> Basically, Rhaegar Targaryen was promised to some other woman. And then I don't know why they were all together, but then he ended up choosing her aunt. No, I think he was already married. Oh. But then still chose her aunt. Either way, yes. It was like, chosen over was, somebody else. It was not consensual. Mm, yes. Yeah. Because awesome. he chose her, but then he raped her. Yeah. Yep. So then they start walking Kidnapped out of the her t- and raped her. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. That's the important Super part. important. Yep. Because like how Sansa keeps getting kidnapped. <sighs> and at least luckily not raped. Yeah, right. Thank God. But then they start walking back out of the tunnel and Baelish tells Sansa that he's going back to King's Landing because Cersei called for him. And then Sansa doesn't like the idea of being left alone with the Boltons and Baelish is like, well, you know, you are a Stark. You can like make this work for you. So he's essentially explaining. He's like, you'll be fine. Yeah. He's explaining that he's he's going to be back because Stannis is going to come through because he has to march south since he's currently at the wall and he can't come south without coming through here first. And, you know, once he takes Winterfell from the Boltons, because he has so much respect for Ned Stark, he's going to make Sansa Wardeness of the North. And she's like, that's I can't do that. That's a lot. And he's like, chill out. Yeah. And I was like, how does everyone just know everyone's plans? I know, right? It's too convenient. Yeah. It's too convenient. You can't just know everyone's war plans. You can't get ravens in two seconds. Like, I don't understand. (laughs) Like, you can guess. You can guess as close as possible. For sure. But you shouldn't know someone's entire it's, plan. It's no. the discourse. That's, ugh, God. So then Sansa asks what happens if that doesn't happen. And Baelish is like, well, then just take Ramsay and make him yours. He, he already loves you. And Gross. Yeah, ew. <laughs> so he's like, be strong without me. And then he kisses her. But, and I would like him to never do that again. I know. So it was really awkward and gross. Yeah, because I also, like, she, like, accepted it. Yeah. And I didn't like that at all either. It's not like she kissed him back. She kind of just stood there. And yeah. He she, like grabbed her face and did it. And yeah. she's just like, okay. Yeah, she just took it. But it was like, there was like an awkward pause between him grabbing her face and then kissing her. Yeah. And I was like, this is so weird and gross. Yeah. Cut to Braun and Jamie. They're rowing yeah. a boat in the middle of the night. 
Jamie can't help rowing because he's got one hand, which is so shitty. He is so useless. He plays the card when he wants to. This is when I remembered about Gendry because I'm like, oh, rowboat, rowboat. Gendry? <laughs> Word association? Yeah. <laughs> so the, they end up taking a nap somewhere in some sand. Mm-hmm. And Jamie almost dies because there's a snake. <laughs> well, he wakes up and sees Bron standing over him about to axe murder him. <laughs> nice. But he's axe murdering the snake that's right next to him. Yeah. So that's their breakfast. He's like, oh, good morning. Yep. <laughs> and then they talk about how they prefer to die over breakfast which is a great morning chat you mean you don't talk about that not always <laughs> so Bron says i've had an exciting life i want my death to be boring and i'm like yeah that's a really good point me too <laughs> yeah i'd want to go out like calmly and chill yeah i don't need to go out like you know skydiving i'm okay with that <laughs> yeah no definitely not so jamie ends up saying he wants to die in the arms of a woman he loves and that would be painfully romantic if he didn't mean his sister. Yeah. But also, so like, here's my other question. Like, I fully understand the sentiment of dying in the arms of somebody you love. But also, like, if you think about the trauma that you're inflicting on the person you love by dying in their arms. Yeah, that too. So <laughs> would you want to do that? <laughs> Babe, get away from me. I'm going to go die over yeah. here. <laughs> Just like hug me now and then like let me go do my thing. Yeah. So that you don't have to, you know? Yeah. Get away from me. I don't know. Maybe I just don't understand love. <laughs> Love's hard. <laughs> so they start walking and Bron brings up an excellent point to Jamie about trusting the ship captain. Yes. And Jamie's like, I paid him gold. Like, he's not going to do anything. And Bron's like, but like he could stop somewhere and just tell people that you're here. Yeah. Because all of the Dornish people hate you. Yeah. So then some sol- soldiers show up looking for them. Conveniently so, timed. Convenient. But Bron also says, like, you're the most recognizable man in Westeros. And I'm like, do they all have a current photo of him? I don't understand how anyone would recognize him. Yeah, uh, by book. They all just, they've all sketched photos of him. Yeah. I don't know. This guy looks like my stick drawing of yeah. Jamie Lannister. You just remind me of that, um, you're, you know, in like Not Another Teen Movie or the, the spoof one <laughs> where have, she... You have yeah. your mother's eyes. It's just a stick figure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Wow, that's the only movie we've ever seen. <laughs> so yeah, Clearly. so four Dornishmen come conveniently show up. Yeah, they ask Jamie and Bron where they are, who they come, who they are, where they come from, and Bron is like, "Oh, we just we got shipwrecked. We're here. Just point us back in the right direction, and we'll be out of your way." And before they do that chat, Jamie and Bron are like, "How many can you take?" And Jamie's like, "Probably one if he's slow." And Bron's like, "Cool, cool. I'll take the other three. I got it, I guess." So then. <laughs> They end up fighting mm-hmm. and Bron finally gets a guy off of his horse. So he's like, that one should be slow enough for you, Jamie. So he <laughs> continues to take out the other three and Jamie's still here struggling with one man. Yeah. Which also I should stop being mean because he's fighting with his weak hand. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't be able to. I'd be like, just kill me. So but then, yeah, so they're fighting, right? And then Jamie's losing until he uses his metal hand as defense. Yeah, because the guy swings his sword down because Jamie's on his knees. He swings his sword down and Jamie reaches up with his metal hand and the sword gets stuck on his metal hand. And he's yeah. like, what? <laughs> so then he kills the guy that way. But like, that's my point. Jamie has been wallowing in what he doesn't have. He doesn't see the good in what he doesn't have. Yeah. He could punch someone really hard. And he could kill out. three people with one swoop if he yeah. just swung Whoop. his arm. Yeah. But no, everyone needs to reach for swords. Yeah. Yep. And everybody has to point out what they don't have and just like sulk in that. Yeah, really. But now, now everybody's dead. Yeah. So Jamie wants to bury the bodies. And he's like, oh, but I have one hand. I can't scoop. Yeah. I can't shovel. Ooh. I can't help you, Brown. Do it. Do but it like, all for me. Can't they just do something else to buy time? Yeah. You know, like put the bodies in the ocean? 
that right. they conveniently right next to. Yeah. We did dig holes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand. So now, is her name Alaria? Yeah. So Alaria rides back to a tent with her little girl gang of three other women. And they're deciding if they want to start a war to avenge Oberyn or be like her brother and keep the peace. And they end up choosing to start a war. She wants to take Marcella to get revenge. Yes. So we find out that one of... So are all three of them her daughters? I don't or know. Or all three of them Oberyn's daughters? I don't know. One of them was being very like touchy-feely and it was a little like strange. I think that one was actually her daughter. Mm. But yeah, so one of the women took the ship captain because he went into like a marketplace and he's like i have information to sell so she gets info out of him for about jamie being in dorn so this guy's a scumbag right because like that huge sack of gold you got from jamie lannister is really helpful when you're buried to this in the sand up to your neck with scorpions picking at your face right yep like greed is the deadliest poison here there she (laughs) is (laughs) so Ilaria is ready to start a war over her lover's death like she's a real one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> would you start a war over me? Yeah. Uh-huh. I would burn this motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> Only if you're safe about it. Yeah. <laughs> like make sure you have your water nearby. Oh, Use a I'm fire being... starter. Yeah. <laughs> make sure that your hair is tied back. <laughs> Be super cute. And so now... Safe. We cut to Tyrion and Jorah on their little sailboat. Yeah. Jorah finally takes off Tyrion's gag. and Cause, he, uh, Oh, because he's like being annoying. Yeah. He's like trying to say like untie me and then Jorah's not doing it. So then he starts like humming and just being really loud. Yeah. Being as annoying as possible to get it to work and get that. How anno- If you got kidnapped, how annoying would you try to be? Super annoying. <laughs> Incredibly annoying. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Where are you taking me? Is this rope? What kind of rope is this? Yeah. Does rope come the same way? Like, um, you know how sheets can be like 500 thread count? You'd be like, what kind of rope count is this? Is this flammable know. rope? Is this waterproof rope? What kind of knot did you use? It's kind <laughs> How'd of you dark learn in here. My eyes are getting strained. I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think that I could be very annoying, but I also don't know, like, you know, what if I just end up being in shock and being super quiet? I don't know. Then I'd just be too easy to kidnap. You got to be annoying. You have to be annoying. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. So Jorah takes off the gag and Tyrion's like, do you have wine? And Jorah's like, no. So Tyrion says, I can't sleep without wine, which means you're an alcoholic, Tyrion. Yeah. Well, and Jorah's like, so then stay awake. Yeah. This isn't like Carnival Cruise. Yeah. I'm kidnapping you. <laughs> yeah. So then Tyrion says, hey, buddy, we're we're going the wrong way. Westeros is west. We're going yeah. east. And so then Jorah's like, yeah, we're going to go to the queen that I serve, Daenerys. Called it. Which is so funny because Tyrion was already going there. Yeah. So he starts laughing and he's like, what a waste of a kidnapping. I was already on my way there. Yeah. Uh, Imagine like you go through all the effort of kidnapping someone and you're like, oh, I'm just a mule. Yeah. To help you where you were already going. I'd be like so annoyed. I would just throw him in the water. Yeah. I'd be like, I'd time do like a rope and just put him. Yeah. So... Tyrion asks who he is. He doesn't say. So he looks around and from looking at a bunch of stuff, he deducts that his captor is Jorah Mormont. He's a really good deducer. For sure. And then deducts that Daenerys exiled Jorah because he she found out he was a spy. And I was like, oh, you think this is, I'm your ticket to get back mm-hmm. into her circle. Okay, whatever. And he's like, nice try. Yeah. So not going to happen. Now we're in Marine, Not Tyrion, but like us as the yeah. audience. Huh. Daenerys <laughs> is looking over town from her balcony and Barristan comes out and she's like, everyone looks happy. And I'm like, 
you're like 800 feet up. How can you tell if anyone's... You can't see anybody. Yeah. We can just let her dream, I guess. Yeah. So then Barristan's like, oh, yeah, your brother used to like to walk around the peop- with the people. And I was like, Viserys? And then I remember she had other brothers. Yeah. I, I also mistook that. Yeah. So then he starts sharing fun stories about her brother, Rhaegar, which is like a total 180 from the kidnapper raper from earlier. Yeah. yeah. Super weird. So I'm like, what's the real story? Yeah. <laughs> There's a happy medium somewhere. Yeah. But, I mean, if there's a happy medium, he's still probably a horrible person. He's still person. a rapist. Yeah, he's awful. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, I mean, there's no happy, but there's a medium. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> but essentially, Rhaegar used to go into town and sing to everybody, and then Dario comes in to tell Daenerys that his star is waiting to talk some discourse with her. Yeah. So then she sends Barristan to go, like, walk through the town, just like he did with Rhaegar. And then now we're with his dar and Daenerys and he's still arguing to open up the pits again. And Daenerys is like, I do not recognize this tradition, which feels pretty rude and very colonizing to me. Oh, for sure. I wasn't a fan of that. Yeah. But uh, personally, I would just open up the pits so everyone could shut up about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm it like, like a trial, like a month trial. Yeah. I'm like, why are we still doing this? Yeah. I'm like, this is annoying. Or like if you open them up, then you can decide the rules on them. So yeah. you can be like. All right, cool. Like every two Saturdays. Yeah. Compromise. Yeah. I would be so sick of everyone bringing it up over and over. Yeah. Yeah. Annoying. So. I'd be like, can you just shut up? If I say yes, will you shut up? (laughs) So this is intercut with Sons of the Harpies marching somewhere. Maybe to like some underground pit. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Those masks are like so cool. They are pretty cool. But also like you have to get so hot in them. Oh, for sure. You know, like what kind of ventilation does that get? Not Not much. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> uh, so yeah, Hisdar saying that the pits is the only thing connecting slaves to masters. And then now we're back to King's Landing. And he's making good points. He is. Yeah. But back to King's Landing now because the spare. No, we're not in King's Landing. We're still no. in Marine. I, it looked like King's Landing to me. No, we stay there. Um, the harpies go out into the streets and they kill two second sons. Oh, that's who they were. Yeah. I thought we were just like in a brothel. No, I think they were mercenaries that were just like oh. out okay. and about. Yeah. It's a trap. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because the lady... Essentially, they kill the two guys. Yeah. Causes a commotion. The unsullied hear that, so they go towards it, obviously. And then the the lady that they approached ends up sending them down some, like, alleyway or mm-hmm. whatever. And then she's, like, fake crying. Yeah. And then they run away. And then she stops. And I'm like, oh, how dare she? Everyone's in cahoots. Yeah. Yeah. So the unsullied soldiers go into this alley. And then they get surrounded by Sons of the Harpies on both sides. And then there's a huge battle... And Grey Worm is there. Ugh. I'm like, we can't lose our boy. No, we can't. <laughs> yeah. So then we cut from that to Barristan walking the streets as, as well. And bells are tolling. And now he's on high alert because people are running by. Yeah. So he runs. And also, quick pause. This is the pits now, Daenerys. Yeah. <laughs> if you opened them and you controlled them, this wouldn't be happening. Yeah. Anywho. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We cut back to Grey Worm yep. and that battle and he gets stabbed in the side and keeps fighting. He's one tough cookie. He, yeah. Yeah. So Barristan then shows up in time because mm-hmm. like the Unsullied soldiers are really struggling with the Harpy it's, soldiers. Yeah, it's kind of a losing battle. Yeah. So Barristan runs in and all the Harpies like switch their focus from Grey Worm onto him mm-hmm. and he takes out a bunch of dudes. He yeah. Just, oh my God. And I was so stressed watching this. So, and then at some point, Barristan gets stabbed a few times. He gets slit behind the knees. Uh, and then he's about to like die, die. And then Grey Worm comes and kills that guy. Mm-hmm. But now they're both like... Exhausted. Yeah. They're, they're both stabbed and Bleeding out and, and, yeah, and exhausted. On the 
And is that really how we're going to just end this episode? Yeah, they not they both knock out and like pass out. And I was like, I hate this. Why? I hate that they ended it like this. Yeah. Pretty <sighs> rude. Super rude. HBO. Yeah. <laughs> I have an issue with you. That's rude. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it. That's the end of that episode. Yeah. These took longer to get through. Yeah, I had, I had to like break the third episode into two parts yeah. and the fourth episode I got through in one sitting, but I had to pause it and take a break a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm so it's exhausted. Like, these were like kind of filler episodes, but also not at the same time. Yeah, I don't know how I felt. Like I felt like part there were parts that were good and other parts where I was yeah. like, okay, we're just setting something up. Yeah. Anywho. Huh. I, I, I was going to say something. And you forgot. Didn't have the thought in my head. I watched it leave your head. I just I knew there was something to say, and then I was like, mm, "No, she's not there yet." Uh, I'm not fully back. You're like, like so you had to work over the break. Yeah, I didn't. Ugh. So I just shut my brain all the way off. You're so lucky. And I'm still turning it on, and she's not quite there yet. I totally killed it yesterday. I did so oh, many yeah. ads. Wow. Yeah, I got like nothing done Thursday, and then Friday I got so much done. Yeah, I came in on Thursday. And I left work early. Nice. Boom. <laughs> I came in on Thursday, did like a quarter of one thing. It was like, ah, that's a, that is enough. And then yesterday we had two meetings. So I was like, ah, that, that's a good, that's good. Yeah. So Monday is going to be tough. For sure. <laughs> okay. Well, next Monday. We'll see you guys. Or we'll hear you guys. Ne- you'll hear us next Monday. Yeah. My brain's not back yet, guys. Oh, geez. <laughs> okay. Well, tell your friends to listen to us on the platforms Things. yeah follow us on social media at chowder media on facebook instagram twitter and we have that youtube you know that we're not going to update for another five months maybe yeah for sure so that's it all right bye, bye.